You there, adventurer? Yes, you. Do you desire knowledge of immense worlds and arcane power? A codex of untold stories and lore? Or perhaps simply easy listening for your daily commute? Then feast your eyes, or more accurately, ears, upon Dungeonpedia. Shit's about to get nerdy in here. everyone and welcome to Dungeonpedia, an exploration into the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. We're your hosts, Lynn Markell. Taylor Stanfield. And I'm Travis Beasley. It's <laughs> so we're recording this a day later than when we usually do. We we have like usually a pretty a decent buffer period for when we can squeeze it in, but we usually, we usually try to record on Tuesdays. It is a uh, Wednesday. Yeah. My dudes. <laughs> and part of that is because um, Travis and I finally got our cat Hades uh, neutered this week. Yeah. Um. Uh, yep. Um, yep. I don't. He's he's only he's seven months old. So it's not like we waited forever. But, you know. I, yeah. I mean, there's reasons that yeah. everything ended up being delayed. And all yeah. that, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I, I don't know how many of our listeners out there have ever gotten a cat neutered, but you're supposed to keep them from jumping and playing. And he's a very jumpy, playful boy. Do you know how hard it is to keep a cat from jumping? I mean, any cat, but especially Hades, I feel. He's a very he's jumpy a very, boy and a very playful boy. And, yeah. and this is, was the worst part because you're also, I didn't want to put him in a cone. I, just because I, I, I kind knew of, how much it would upset him. <laughs> Cones do suck. I'm sorry for laughing. He looks so funny. But he is also a very well-groomed cat, and he does it himself. He's I, always been very meticulous. Very meticulous with his grooming. So we got bring him home, and he's been out of it the whole drive home. And the first thing he does, basically, once he goes out of the carrier, is gotta lick my balls. <laughs> no, wait, where are they? <laughs> So then I had to chase him around the house and put the cone on him. Anyways. Um, yeah. I hate, I feel so bad because I know that they're, they're usually like upset about it and uncomfortable, but animals and cones look so funny. They, they do. <laughs> I, mean, just I, so I, I was sorry. looking at some soft cones to maybe purchase one for him and they have like ones that are shaped like donuts and sunflowers. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the donut uh, cones. <laughs> there's, it's it's just ridiculous. There's so many ridiculous types of cones because they just can't get it through their silly little brains that they can't lick their incisions. And like, trust me, I get it. I get it. Sometimes I have like scabs and stuff that I'm just like. Yeah, my rational mind is like, you can't pick at that because it'll hurt you worse in the long run. But, like, my animal mind is like, pick at it, pick it. But, like, <laughs> so that's been, that's been. Yeah, it, I mean, so the long and short of it is that I did not have time to get everything done in time to record on Tuesday. And also was kind of up worried about the boy and trying to help him feel better. Yeah. Uh, regardless, um, so we're recording on Wednesday, but I w- I've been really excited about this episode for a little while because I was going back through our notes and I realized we're so close to finishing all of the true dragons. It's true. We have done a good amount. And by we, I really mean we. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Uh, all, 
actually up until now, I'm pretty sure it's all been Lewin. Yeah, I true dragons. I mean, like Travis uh, did like a particular dragon with Asgarath, but like I think he just did Asgarath. I think it was literally just yeah, it was one one particular dragon. Well, I guess nine, depending. I-O. on your- <laughs> 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 Um, but like not Asgarath, Io, the Ninefold Dragon. What have you? Dragon Grandpa. Dragon Dad. Dragon Daddy. Dad's breath. Anyway. <laughs> Dad Dragon. Um, so it's mostly been Lewin and then aside of Travis. But aside from the basic and metallic that still need to be done and the all-to-themselves type of dragons, like the Prismatic and the Force Dragon and stuff like that. <laughs> There's so many types of dragons, y'all. We have the Lung Dragons. <gasps> Ooh. So that's what I'm covering today. Yes. Ooh. And uh, Ooh. just to... Squash it now because the entire time she kept telling me what she was researching, all I could think of was like a human lung. Yeah, that's... it is not that. No, lung actually comes from the Chinese word lung, uh, more of an O type of em- emphasis. And the American, well, I guess it's called English. Yeah, the Anglicization of it is L O N G with the accent mark on the O. So it's like a <laughs> lung, lung type of sound. Um, that is, uh, I believe, Mandarin for dragon. So, dragon, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Same joke. It's the dragon, dragon. Yeah. So, hey, so we I'll, I'll actually expand on that joke in just a moment. Oh, boy. So, we have chromatic dragons. We have metallic dragons. We have dragon dragons. <laughs> <laughs> um, lung dragons are from se- the second and third edition supplements, uh, Oriental Adventures, or hey. OA for short. Uh, Lewin covered OA a while ago. And yeah, I talked about the classes and the specific, because um, it's very different to, like, standard Forgotten Realms setting, so it, they have different um, races and classes, so. It's, it's really a but cool, it was more about that interesting setting. Than any particular modules, <laughs> So in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, we'll do a real quick refresher, but it it's like a paragraph or two. Um, just basically to touch on what we did last time with OA... I'm just going to call it OA, first of all, because it's shorter. But second of all, as we touched on previously, the word Oriental has a messy history that we just can't... Yeah, we're we're not not qualified qualified to to go into. Yeah, no. Um, No, 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 no. (laughs) You can find plenty of people within the D&D community themselves who... That are actually qualified to talk about that. And have. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, like I said, I'll just be calling it OA the couple of times that I do reference it. Um, OA was created as sort of an alternative to, like, a traditional medieval Europe in the Forgotten Realms, which and it was released originally in 1985. Which, still bizarre that I had never heard about it. Until Lewin. Until Lewin. Like, I had no clue that it existed. It's lesser talked about. Um, OA featured this continent uh, character, which was to the east of Faerun. Character was essentially an Asian-themed part of Toril, and also the largest continent on Toril. I was looking at it, and I'm like, mm, Toril's map is basically just a spicier, a spiced-up version of Earth's map, but... Yeah. Then, then we looked at it closer, and we're like, holy shit, she's right. Yeah, no, like, Taylor... How did we just never see that Expanded before? our brains earlier with that, and we were like, wait, but... Uh, shit, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way around it, it just kind of is. Um, character is actually still referenced in Forgotten Realms. It, they just haven't done a new OA. In, oh, in, oh, since in, third, since third edition. Yeah. yeah, since the 3.5, whatever. 
Yeah. Um, honestly, I'd love to do an episode on character at some point, and I'd love for an update on character, but this is specifically about the long dragons, not character. Yeah. As a side note, uh, character has, like, multiple different countries um, on it, one of which is Shu Lung, which means uh, receiver of the dragon. Lung just meaning dragon, so it is t- t- taken from, like, Chinese words and stuff like that. So, Lung dragon even in the world that it is being referenced in it means dragon dragon <laughs> jesus <laughs> that's ugh. so in character the spirit world is like closely in touch with the world of men and spirits share several traits with humans many spirits actually have physical bodies this is closely matching to a lot of different asian mythologies yeah and i believe that yeah, I, I believe I specifically talked about spirit folk mm-hmm. in the, my um, yes. OA adventure. I do. Or OA uh, episode, because they're a um, special playable race. Yeah. Yeah. And this is exactly what it's talking about. The spirits are vulnerable to normal attacks. They're not like you have to have a special ghost blade. Um, some spirits eat food, collect treasure, and freely mingle in human societies. Now, this is important because of the celestial bureaucracy. The celestial bureaucracy is this government of spirits that oversees and supervises the spirit world, as in the world of the animals. A powerful being is called the celestial emperor, who heads the bureaucracy, and a lot of greater spirits serve him in celestial court. And then the most important positions in the celestial bureaucracy are held by the, the lung dragons. The officers in that court function similar to, like, in the world of man. Some are honorable and skilled, and while others are corrupt and competent, or both. <laughs> so, first of all, I love the fact that they cover all the bases there with bureaucracy. <laughs> yes. Uh, second of all, celestial bureaucracy is very difficult to say all at once without stuttering. It is. Also, celestial bureaucracy is just like, Kind of an oxymoron? No, just, no, those, not, <laughs> no, not necessarily. That's just, like, <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, just those two words put together just make me, like, want to sit down and just, like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Just, like, oh, what a nice, this sounds like a nightmare. So, the Celestial Empire, which is also known as the Celestial Heaven or the Empire of Heaven, is the dominant pantheon for character, um, especially in the Empire of Shalom. Uh, and the overarching spiritual state of its gods, spirits, dragons, and stuff is all controlled through the celestial bureaucracy. Um, it was... Uh, the Ministry of Magic? Not quite. <laughs> um, more more like the Archons. Uh, yeah. So, okay. like, a <laughs> lot of talking about, like, how we should handle the spiritual world matters... Um, right. Everyone in the material world, even mortal emperors, were actually subjects of the Celestial Empire as well. Yeah. Because eventually, they would go on to join them. Yeah, because it all kind of comes back to... Yeah. Uh, the Empire was governed by the Celestial Government, and in turn managed by the ce- Celestial Bureaucracy. Oh, God, it's so very complex. Celestial Government. Oh, oh my God. My Lord. That just is like a... Um, most of these so-called spirit creatures, so... Spirit folk and whatnot. And assorted. Yeah. Were uh, subjects of the Celestial Emperor, but many also held positions within the bureaucracy. And in addition to these uh, spirits, 
and the uh, officials are the nine immortals. These were essentially gods and dragon gods at that. I'm not going to delve too deeply into it, but they had these... Why not? Because (laughs) it's not the episode for it. Um, It sounds like it is. They all had these specialized domains and were attended to by lesser immortals. And they were spirits of deceased sages and helped directly under the nine immortals. That's just a... Hi, this is an episode about Eastern dragons, but this isn't the episode to talk about the Eastern dragon gods. Okay, it's different. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, so (laughs) beneath that are the million officials, also called officers, and most of the lung dragons are officials within the... Celestial bureaucracy. Wait, are we in character or are we in Nirvana? Yes. Yes. No. Or, um, <laughs> Mechanus is also referred to as Nirvana, correct? Yes. Okay. I okay. I wanted to make sure I had that one. The right. million officials is like it's not like an actual number as much as it is like a generalization. Like oh uh, the, oh, there's that there's that, a city that or a palace or something. Oh no, that reminds me of I wanna say it's a Japanese expression where it's it's basically it translates directly to some comically large number, but it actually stand it it, te- it the connotation for it is essentially just a whole lot. That's right. what it reminds me of. Yeah, it, and like it, there's probably not literally a million officials. But there probably are t- several million like, to a billion because almost every lung dragon is an official. Oh. Yeah. So I get uh, anyway. it's a reverse version of probably it's a reverse version of that I guess yeah but um, that's what it reminds me of is like that I believe it's a Japanese expression. So each subspecies of lung dragon is charged by the celestial bureaucracy to direct a particular governmental function. In this case, governmental function. Well, it's a bit well celestial. Um, every year, the lung dragon officers journey to the celestial palace and file their reports of the previous year's activities and events. Rewards and punishments are distributed based on the evaluation of the reports. A corrupt or inefficient dragon may be removed or replaced by a new appointee, and an industrious dragon may be promoted to a higher position what or ha- higher responsibility. What happens when they're replaced? I mean, presumably then they're just kind of free to go about their lives, but like... Oh, yeah, they, they, true. They no longer have their position. Fair. Fair enough. I guess at least they don't, like, eat them. Um, so these are the types of lung dragons. Uh, we have the Chiang Lung, which serves as guardians of lakes and rivers, and they bring rain. The Li Lung, uh, which controls the powers of the earth. The Lung Wang, which serves as A's to sea lords and as guardians of sea creatures, which are the the sea lords are the Tun Mi Lung, which is further down the list. The Pan Lung, which serves as guardians of hidden places. Ooh. Uh, the Shen Lung serves as aids to the Chiang Lung, which were the lakes and rivers. Uh, the Tian Lung controls the weather, but not including rain. And then the Tun Mi Lung, which are the Sea lords that work with mostly ocean storms. So, so you have three discrete, uh, you have three discrete positions for rain, weather besides rain, and then rain in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. That makes perfect sense. I mean, it's very interesting. It's a very weird, like, yeah. split concept. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like um, how in oh, uh, and sea creatures. Excuse yes. me. <laughs> I mean, he's the Aquaman of dragons. Sick. Um, after that, you have the Yulungs, which have no official position and are not given worship or duties. More on that in just a bit. Ooh. So unlike their chromatic and metallic cousins, long dragons are not divided by alignment. 
Uh, most long dragons are wise and many are benevolent, though some are just corrupt and evil. Nice. <laughs> all Basically, it's just like humans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all long dragons gain more abilities and greater power as they age. They range in length from several feet upon hatching to more than 100 feet after attaining the status of a great worm. Yeah. Yeah. Tracks. Um, yeah, that's pretty... It's important to note that they are your traditional, like, Chinese-style dragon yeah, in so, a lot of regards. So no, no wings. Kind of... Hold on. Well, actually... So, some of them... Do some yeah, of them have there, wings? there yes. are some Chinese dragons that have wings, though not not as many, not terribly. Not many. it's not quite the um because I think the thing with the the Chinese dragons, which could be wrong, but I think their whole thing is like they kind of just like slither through the air more than fly in the sense of like Ooh. with wings. So like I've actually never looked up specific um. Like lung dragons specifically in D and D, they're very pretty. They are very pretty. I believe there is one type of lung dragon that has wings, but but yeah, they kind of have that long, like serpentine body. Yes, the uh, Li Lung is the one that has wings. Yeah, cool. I mean, but they have like that long serpentine body, um, kind of like a a mane almost. Yeah, a lot of them do. Like, yeah, they, I think I think y'all know. Yeah, yeah. Most most people listening probably have some idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, lung dragons primarily subsist on minerals, like Same. stairs and <laughs> stairs, stones and precious gems. I mean, they could eat the the stairs if they're made out of stone, I guess. True. Um, yeah. Some varieties prefer living creatures, how, uh, however, like fish and sheep. Sheep. <laughs> it, it's interesting to me that fish and sheep were the options given. Right. So Maybe that's just like their favorite. <laughs> um, within the context of D&D, all lung dragons have this spirit subtype, and mo- like I said, most are officials within the celestial bureaucracy. Uh, each variety has its own role and task to perform. All lung dragons speak draconic and spirit tongue. Right. Spirit tongue. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, that being a language. Yeah. It's uh, more of an OA thing. Yeah. And by more of an OA thing, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just I'm pretty OA. sure the spirit language is literally just for them, Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, most lung dragons do not have breath weapons, instead possessing a variety of spell-like abilities. Hmm. Uh, the, t- the two dragons that do have breath weapons, the Tian lungs and the lung wings, uh, use it as a standard action. Once a dragon breathes, it cannot breathe again until 1d4 rounds later. It, I mean, sort of acts similar to... Like legendary actions. Yeah, yeah and there are some that... Um... I mean, depending on the edition you're in, there's some rules about how frequently or whatever. Yeah. I, depending on a lot of factors. Yeah. That, that's that's not, yeah. Otherwise, the breath weapon acts pretty much the same as any other dragons. It starts at the mouth and extends in a direction of the dragon's choice with an area that is, it correlates to the size of the dragon. Yeah. The bigger the Fair. dragon, the bigger the area of their breath weapon, basically. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, You can usually, most Creatures would be able to take reflex saving throws. I mean, it basically functions the same as any other type of dragon. Uh, one of the best, most accurate real-world lore parts of this is that the is about the Yulong dragons, which are also known as carp dragons. <gasps> oh, do the oh oh yeah! Oh, I think I get it. Oh, it goes back to the Chinese myth of a carp that would swim upstream and swim leave the dragon gate <laughs> to be transformed into a dragon. It's a Gyarados, but it, it, magic I mean, carp. Yes, the, it is. Ah! Um, Wait, is that, that actually yeah. what Magikarp is based off of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's Holy the carp shit. that swims up a waterfall and then becomes a dragon. I yeah. didn't and know this. And then kills everyone that made fun of it when it was weak. Just kidding. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Depending. Depending. Oh, that's so cool. I like it. I though. love that. Oh, I love that legend so much. Holy shit. I, I do too. It, it's honestly one of my favorite I'm, legends. I'm literally ever. unabashedly kicking my legs under the table like a child. She really uh. is. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the more carp was barely out of your mouth and I was freaking out. Oh, yeah. No, it was pretty good. Oh. Uh, so, you lungs are the infinite form of all lung dragons. So no matter what, all lung dragons start off as a U-lung. They're kind of like tadpoles and transform into U-lungs as they mature. Uh, Or sorry, they start out as U-lungs and transform into true lung dragons. That It doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth because like they are all true lungs, but U-lungs are the babies. In contrast to a a tadpole's gradual metamorphosis, much like a lot of stuff in D&D, a Yulung's transformation occurs instantaneously, accompanied by a loud crack of thunder. Oh, sick. Which was beautiful flavor, might I add. Uh, yeah. Um, Love that flavor. As soon as a young dragon reaches the juvenile age category. So basically, as you know, there are like dragon age categories. Right. So like a wormling, and actually there's a chart right in front of me now. There's a wormling, which is ages zero to five years very young, 6 to 15, young, 16 to 25. Juvenile, it would be about 26 to 50. So right around the 26th year, there's this loud crack of thunder, and then you get transformed into a beautiful dragon. So, well, that happened huh. to me when I turned 26. I hope so. <laughs> I also hope so. <sighs> Dang, that's that's so cool. Holy shit. That being said, Yulungs are, they're not quite carp-like in appearance to me. Even though, okay, well, they are, but they aren't. Like, I still think that they're pretty. I just think that they're neat. I just think that they're neat. So okay. I, I, I showed them a picture. It look If you Google long dragons and you see a picture of a bunch of dragons together, it's the one in the left corner that looks like it says too long. It actually says you long. And, I mean, it is definitely, like, fish-shaped. It is fish-shaped. So they're this, apparently. 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 Hold on. A young a yulong has a large mouth reptilian head, basically, which is accurate. It does look like straight up look like a dragon head. Yeah. And then it has front claws and the body and tail of a giant carp. That's it. That <laughs> that's the that, bo- that's the whole that's, body. That's what it looks like. And it it looks like someone took the head from a dragon, the arms of a dragon, and put them on a carp body. Yeah. Um it's it's, it's weird. Its scales honestly. are blue or gray with like various markings and colors. Uh their eyes are this bright yellow and they have like a traditional wispy beard for traditional for Chinese dragons. Yeah. Yu lungs are reclusive and shy and the most docile of the lung dragons, which makes sense because they're babies. Yeah. Yu lungs live in freshwater rivers and lakes. Makes sense given they're carp. inspiration. They're essentially yeah, carp. They're basically just carp dragon. Yeah. In fact, that's what they are called in the source book. Carp dragons. Oh. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Good job. They make their layers in small mansions. That's what it says. Small mansions of mud <laughs> and stone located in the murkiest waters of their abodes. Okay. But picturing a mansion made of mud is kind of great. It kind of is, though. Like, like Also, like, given that they're dragons, like... I mean, I guess they might not actually be that large, but, like, define 
like a small mansion as defined by a dragon, I have no idea how big that is. <laughs> like how big is that Same. supposed to be? Because like, <laughs> like I know that this isn't the case, but my brain just kind of like auto filled the size of basically like looking into a fish tank. Okay, so <laughs> basically, when they're wormlings, their size category is tiny, and then very young, it goes to uh, small, and then young goes to medium size. Okay. So, I mean, they, they're not huge. They are still babies. So, I mean, medium size are probably like five to ten foot long, maybe? Yeah, that would be my thought. Like ten foot, like right before you reach 26. Yeah. Um, so their, their abodes are like these neat and well built, though crude by long dragon standards. <laughs> I'll get to that l- later on when I discuss the other ones. They're relatively barren layers since you lungs don't collect treasure. Hmm. They're too busy kind of just like figuring trying to, it out. Trying to figure shit out. Yeah. Fair enough. They're learning. They're just, they're trying to learn how to swim real good. And yeah. 3.5, uh, lungs also speak common, aquan, draconic, and spirit tongue. Fair. Whoa. They speak common? They do. All of the lung dragons speak I want to talk to a carp dragon. I also would enjoy that, yes. I mean, it'd probably be like talking to a teenager, so... Or a child, or a toddler. Yeah, but it's a lung dragon. It's a it's, it's a, a dragon teen. Dragon. It's a dragon teen. Like, I'm okay with this. A, a new version of Teen Wolf, Teen Dragon. Teen Dragon. Yep. You lungs are scavengers, and they eat the or- organic and inorganic matter that they kind of dig up from the ooze on the bottom of their lake or river. They're bottom feeders, like... Cat- oh! And catfish. Yeah. Oh, sick. Don't do that, though. That's how you get tapeworms. Hmm. So, <laughs> lungs occasionally befriend humans, so you can't talk to them. Yes. And these friendships are notable for their longevity. Yes. Uh, bond with a human persists even after its transformation into another species of dragon. Me. Assuming the human lives that long. Me. Like, yeah. Assuming it lives that imagine, long. Imagine, um, like, a Faerunian elf finds their way, like into character, and then they can actually really be friends with that dragon for a very long time. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I'm going to briefly talk about the combat abilities of each of the dragons coming up, uh, but... Right. <laughs> Yulung's not... There's not much. Yo, yeah, because they're Babies. young. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much will avoid combat if... A- if at all possible, but if they're provoked, though, we'll fight back with, like, tooth and claw. They have, hilariously, it's called inferior dragon abilities. Um, Rip. Because they can't turn invisible or alternate form. Oh, you can't turn invisible or alter your form? You're inferior. Uh, They have water breathing, and they're only able to exist on land for one hour before they begin to suffocate. I mean, first of all, not surprised that they have water breathing. I would most certainly hope so. Uh, Second of all, I mean, an hour out of water for a fish-type creature at all is still pretty decent. Yeah, fair. Just, you know, don't think about them suffocating and you're fine. Yeah, Uh, they're usually (laughs) neutral in alignment. Yeah, fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Again, they're young and probably don't do much. At this Mm -hmm. point, when they turn 26 or what have you, then they become... Juveniles is when they turn into, I mean, one of the other different types of lung dragons. So we're going to discuss the different types that they can turn into Ooh. after we take that break. Damn it. Ooh. You're not going to make me swim up a waterfall to get this information, are you? 
I might. I'm I'm not the oh, I'll be a carp forever. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode on lung dragons. Not the human lungs. <laughs> not the human lungs. <laughs> Ugh, my lungs are on fire because I've been doing laps in a pool because I want to be a track. <laughs> She's trying so hard. I'm trying my best. Well, you're already partially there. You know why? Why? Because you have a horde. A horde of dice. I you do. You do have a horde of dice. I do. They're not with you right now, but I know where they are. But if you also have a horde of dice and you need to expand that horde because you always do, you're a dragon. Um, sure. We have our affiliate partnership with Metallic Dice Games Woo! still going. Yes. Somehow. You have, yeah, I know. I can't believe they haven't dropped us yet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Don't listen to our ad breaks ever. <laughs> Just forget about us. Uh, they got dice. They got Metallic Dice. They got... Games. <laughs> they got they dice. Dice you can use for games. They got dice trays. They got dice towers. They got sharp dice. They got um, special dice that are just on their website. Yes. yes, they have so many beautiful and cool dice. You just got to go have a look at them, man. For 10% off of your entire order on MetallicDiceGames.com, you can use our code Dungeonpedia. Yeah. That, again, that's 10% off your entire order on MetallicDiceGames.com. Just don't forget to type that in. Uh, we also do have our Patreon at Dungeonpedia if you would like to get access to our notes so you can remember... <laughs> And follow along to differentiate the different types of these dragons that all have relatively similar sounding names. Yes. Uh, And it is very helpful. Uh, We also have our Twitter and Instagram at Dungeonpedia, where we will be posting pictures of said types types of dragons, because I spoiled myself and looked ahead at some pictures of them, and they all look very cool. So... On the topic of social media, <laughs> in order to help keep uh, help us keep an actual social media presence, because as mentioned, We're we bad. are all kind of homebodies and bad at interacting with people. We are so bad at social media, guys. We're it's, bad at everything. Bad. We hired somebody to be social for us. Yeah. <laughs> we hired a social team. <laughs> Wait. Uh, it sounds bad when you say it like that. It does. I... <laughs> Listen. No, okay. That was a joke. I will actually say that. We hired a social media manager. Uh, we will still be there to answer questions and messages and interact one-on-one with people. But CJ will be taking the reins to keeping up with various posting times and, like, continuing to spread, like, the word of Dungeonpedia, basically. Yes, we hired him to proselytize for us. Exactly. Wait, that Wait. doesn't sound good either. No, that sounds bad. <laughs> uh, this is why we need a social media manager. This is why we need a social media manager. Because we say shit like this. We- so... <laughs> We hired him to help us because we suck at social media. We need help. CJ is a dear friend and a wonderful, wonderful social butterfly, basically. He, yes. I, I mean, I don't get it, but it's He great. has pretty much gone to school for social media managing in the past, so he knows what the hell he's doing way more than us. Yeah. We'll still be there, obviously. Like, we still have notifications and everything. We're still signed in. It's not like we just left. We- <laughs> We gave him reins to the account and he changed the passwords. He's like, <laughs> he locked us out. <laughs> that would be so mean. <sighs> but if, if you feel like it, just say hi to CJ. He's great. He also is a big nerd. That's the whole reason why he's doing this. Yes. Uh, you can also contact us through our email at dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com. You can send um, episode suggestions, uh, comments, Really anything. Yeah. yeah really anything. If you have conversions from like older editions to fifth edition, we would love to see those too. Yeah. You want to talk for... about dragons? Honestly, yeah. I'm, just, I'm always down to talk about dragons. We love talking about dragons. It's 
not quite dragon name, but it's in the game's name. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you listen to get notifications of when our new episodes do go live. And if that platform does happen to have the ability, go ahead and rate us, leave a review on it. Those are incredibly helpful for getting us noticed a little bit more. But also, spread the word to your friends. That helps your friends who like way dragons. more. Your friends who like Asian dragons? Your friends who like dragons again? <laughs> your friends who like carp? Yes. Yeah? They're the most important ones to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Your carp friends. They, your they carp need some friends. support. Also, tell your friends so that way they can come listen to our theme song, Blacksmith, which is made by Alexander Nakarada. Yes. And we love it. Such a such a good, good song. Love it so much. Thank you, Alexander. But with that, let's go ahead and jump right back to these uh, lung dragons and see what else we can learn. Oh, so I can get out of the pool? Okay, good. Yes, get out of the pool. Let's go. Okay. So, other types? Yes. Wait, hold on. So, Lewin, how did your uh, swimming lessons go? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe in like 26 more years. Okay. Rip. Uh, well, uh, eventually you'll get there. Let's see what you can turn into. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so next up we have the Chianglung, or river dragon. The Chianglung lives in the rivers and lakes and certain lands, kind of, you know... The idea that certain, like, bodies of water have a spirit. Oh, sick. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Got it, got it. Uh, Chiang like lungs it. are spirits of rain and water and patrons of arts and scholarship and the most honorable of noble spirits. Yeah, no, not, I will not turn into one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, I'll, I'll note that they're usually not lawful neutral. Yeah, yeah. Lewin will just skip right past that yeah. stage. next. <laughs> <laughs> the, they are able to take the form of, like, a humanoid form, kind of like... A lot of dragons oh, can. A lot of dragons, like, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty par for the course. Yeah. Um, they are frequently encountered in their human form, often attended to by lesser, lesser nature spirits, which are also in human form. So, um, <laughs> it, but in its natural form, a Qianglong has a long serpentine body with four legs and webbed feet. It has scales of various shades of scintillating blue and green. Scintillating was the word that was chosen. Nice. Uh, shifting to a brilliant orange on the belly. So um, these are the more like... Very traditional Very looking. traditional looking Chinese dragon. I wouldn't even say that they're the most Mud. traditional looking. They kind of look like a cross between a Chinese dragon and... Um, a water serpent? I was going to say um, Nessie. Yeah. Loch Ness Monster or Plesiosaur or whatever you want to... Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it does, They kind of do. Yeah. That's fair. Which, honestly, works. I yeah, that, it. like, that's fucking awesome. It looks great. Yeah, I love this. Oh, and they have a little mermaid tail. Yeah. Sick. Little mermaid tail. So, it has this beautiful multicolored beard and these big, long white horns. I want a beautiful multicolored beard. I, can give you I want a pair of long white horns. <laughs> Actually, I really want a pair of long black horns, but, like, I'll take, I'll, I'll take, take I'll take them get. in any color I can get. <laughs> Uh, Chiang Lung dwell in magical palaces located in the spirit world beneath the waters they protect. <gasps> Undersea palace. So you can see why I said it's much less exciting for the carp dragons. Undersea palace. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, Regardless of the size of the river or lake, the palace is always opulent and immense. <laughs> Unless freely given by the Chiang Lung, items taken from the palace become worthless upon reaching the surface. Sick. Damn. Yeah. Sick. That's... 
That's they do cool. collect. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, they're, given they're that, dragons. Given, and given that their palaces were described as being opulent, that makes sense. Yeah. And Qianglongs um, sometimes entertain various scholars and artists on lavishly decorated boats. They pose as wealthy nobles and government officials. Oh, they're shit. they're fun. They're like they're like the high like the lawful high society yes. kind of dragons. I like it. Uh, young Qianglongs are often attracted to humans and occasionally result in secret love affairs and marriages. Oh my! Have dragon babies. So ah! is, is that a thing? I didn't see any mention of it. No, nah. I've just... oh wait, never mind. Yes, I did. <gasps> Oh, it, it was very short that I, so I forgot about it. I'll get there. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so um, these liaisons usually end really sad because the human dies long before the dragon. Right. I mean, I mean, unless they're an elf from the far west. Okay, is that human? I know, but I mean, in theory, same thing would go for pretty much any humanoid. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, the children born. From these marriages are usually river folk spirit, river spirit folk. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Which all right, is why right, I didn't right. see. I didn't look much further into it, and it was like so quickly mentioned because the spirit folk kind of come from that, right? right. No, it went, went into it more. Yeah. So uh, Qianglong can eat any type of mineral or gem, but they also have a taste for fish and sheep. Sheep, sheep again. Fish and sheep. Fish and sheep. Everyone everyone knows. I mean, that has to be some, like, cultural thing, right? Or, like, just, so, um... I know fish would be... Like, do they not have cows in character? They didn't they mention not? one way or the other. I didn't really, like, look at it. I mean, I'm going to get into what most of them eat. It's not sheep, I'm assuming. Maybe they just really it's like... mostly fish, honestly. Maybe they just like the film hmm. How to Train Your Dragon. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I do. Yeah. Um, Qianglong can fly, they have water breathing, and they also have the ability to breathe storm clouds that <gasps> cause rain. Oh, shit. Damn. They have a spell-like ability to control weather, and once per day, they can create a tsunami effect. Wait, I thought Qianglong weren't the weather ones. They're they're not, they're, they're specifically the rain ones. So they have dominion over rain and weather. But just, the- just rain relating to weather. Or weather relating to rain, you mean? Yeah, what? Yes. What is rain relating to unrelated to weather? Is that just when you like pour your water bottle out? It's acid rain. Oh. Oh. So, um, the tsunami, it's, I mean, it's not like a true tsunami, but it's like a tsunami like effect. On land, the wave has similar effects to a flash flood. Uh, mm. Creatures caught in water must make fortitude saving throws. Uh, larger, smaller creatures who fail are swept away and take damage. Huge creatures that fail are knocked down, and gargantuan, colossal creatures are not affected. <laughs> they get a little wet. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the waves destroy wooden buildings and 25% of stone buildings. Uh, at sea, the tsunami can capsize ship and crush them to splinters. Jesus. The wave affects one mile of coastland. So, it's like I said, it's not a true tsunami. It doesn't affect, like, Just everywhere. massive amounts, but... Yeah. Still, one mile of coastline. Don't fucking piss them off. They have another, uh, a bunch of other spell-like abilities, but, like, not... It's not that exciting. It's just spells that dragons have, basically. Right. So, next up, we have the Lilung, or the Earth Dragon. Lilung are the spirits of the deep earth, masters of earthquakes, and punishers of the wicked. <laughs> okay. Al- their alignment, interestingly enough, is usually neutral. Hmm. 
Okay. I mean, hmm. yeah, no, that, that, I mean, I think that gels because like, you know, Punishers of the Wicked, it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. law. Law even. or good. It's just kind of, I mean, I guess it maybe would gel more good in my, in my, in my mind, but it's not necessarily like law. Yeah. My, I don't know. Um, on occasion, they are commanded to reward needy communities by revealing treasure mines or underground springs, but mostly they just lurk in their subterranean layers. <laughs> the further from the civilization, the better. Same. same. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that. also same. Uh, Ali Lung has the body and tail of a lion with a human-like face. Kind of like a um, chimera sort of thing. Yeah, uh, huh. they look pretty badass these are the ones that have the wings oh yeah oh god yeah these guys look fucking awesome yeah they're the only lung dragons with wings they have colorful quills with tail feathers of peacock uh sorry colorful quills that look like the tail feathers of peacocks damn oh go on oh no you're good their eyes are this molten gold color with black pupils in their and, like, basically described kind of like you would a sh- sparkly vampire back in the day. <laughs> they look kind of like a, um, they look kind of like a slightly different, slightly angrier, like, Keating. Yeah. In my, in my onion. <laughs> in your onion. Yes, in my, in my honest onion. So, when it first transforms from the Yulung, uh, it has green scales. But, uh, as the creature grows, its scales become darker, and then dark fur actually starts, starts to come out from in between them. So it's interesting to note that, like, even though they're furry, they're furry dragons. <laughs> Don't read too deeply into that. Wait, are, are they furry dra- dragons or dragon furries? They are dragons that have fur. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, they still have scales underneath that. Uh, they have this underneath their thick, wiry coat. A great worm is nearly black in color, so it Ooh. continues to get darker as they age. Ooh. So if you see a pretty much pitch black one, they're very old. Very old. Yeah. And they're also probably fucking huge. They yeah. they try to avoid contact with other beings and very rarely leave their lairs unless the celestial bureaucracy sends them on a mission. Same. Earth dragons rarely interact with even other dragons and cooperating with them only when ordered to do so. Dang, so they're really just like... Fuck everybody else. As of 3.5, they speak common draconic and Terran. It doesn't mention spirit tongue. I'm going to say they probably still speak spirit tongue. And that was just an oversight. It was just an oversight. I mean, they would almost, like, have to. They're spirits of the earth. So why wouldn't they speak the language of spirits? spirits? I'm sh- Yeah, I, that might have just been an oversight. I mean, I guess unless maybe a whole bunch of other ones henceforth are listed. Like, it was. I mean, even if it wasn't an oversight... That was an oversight. It, 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 it was an oversight. It was an oversight. Even <laughs> if it was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lilungs mostly eat earth and stone, though they are fond of eating precious metals like gold, silver. Same. Gold's huh. very soft. I mean, yes, gold is very soft. Don't eat don't eat gold, kids. Don't, don't eat gold. Don't Unless eat. it's the edible gold. Yes, yes. In which case, go buck wild. <laughs> they have earthquake immunity, the ability to create earthquakes... They are. They have a roar, which makes sense because they're. They have that lion face. They're basically lions. Lion yeah. head. Lion dragons. Yeah. Uh, they can tunnel through solid stone at a speed of five feet. It's frightening. That's actually pretty quick. Like tunneling through solid stone. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Like they like most everything though. They prefer to avoid combat. 
They prefer to avoid everything. Yeah, yeah at this point, such. they just prefer to avoid life unless they're told to do so. Yeah, what do they, do they just, like, hang out in their lairs and just, like, snack on gold and silver? Yes. Like, what do snack they do? Or sleep. collect things that people left. Fair. Um... So next we have the Lungwing or the Sea Dragon. <gasps> oh, yeah. These bad boys are also usually neutral. Uh, <laughs> but again, as we discussed, they're not necessarily as beholden to alignments as chromatic and metallic dragons exactly. are. Um, Lungwings are rulers of the sea and mighty le- uh, relatives of the Dragon Turtle. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. The Dragon Turtle demands tribute from passing, passing ships, I believe, is yeah. what that is. Yeah. Yes. So they're related to that. So they're protectors of uh, ocean creatures like sharks, whales, um, and then these are, I believe, I know that you mentioned the Ningyo in OA, right? Uh, I At least in passing. I, I don't know. Which basically are merfolk for OA. Okay, because I know I mentioned the... Rana and the spirit folk. Did you mention the Hainu? And the Hengayokai. No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, the Hainu are basically just uh, sentient aquatic creatures. Sick. They're the thing from the Black Lagoon, basically. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, they're the... Oh, they're from... Right, let's go. Let's get sexier. They're from the shape of water. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone will understand that reference, but if you do, I love you. Anyways, uh, a lung wang is has the body of a turtle. They look a lot like uh, like lion turtles. Sick, yeah, or fuck dragon turtles. They they yeah. They <laughs> oh, shit. I just accepted it. Listen, our requisite Avatar: The Last Airbender reference wasn't even intentional this time. I literally just accepted it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what's bad is I bet a good portion of our listeners just accepted it too and moved on. Just autocorrected in their brain. So, anyways, it has the body of a turtle looking like a dragon turtle, and its shell is composed of, like, these big, thick scales with silver flecks. Nice. kind of looks like jade, almost. Ooh. Yeah. Its body is covered in smaller, lighter green scales with golden flecks. Um, head is very uh, lizard-like, is what it says, but to me, it just looks like a turtle with fangs. Sick. <laughs> and has um, golden whiskers coming off of it, kind of like a catfish. Yes. Okay, so I, I don't, you know, and this was on me, but I guess I just assumed that a lot of these had the very traditional lung appearance. And some of them, a lot of them do. Like, But some of them are like, yo, yeah. this is like a, this is like a lion chimera man. Like, and this is just a angry fanged sea turtle. We're pretty much done with the, the outliers. The oh, rest okay. of them do look like your standard lung. Yeah. But- yeah. Um, they also have these little tiny horns, which is pretty good. They're, like, sticking right above the eyes, and it's just like, whoop, little devil, devil horns. Yeah, I was going to say, they do kind of look like devil horns. Uh, they have a um, sort of this crest that comes from the horns that runs down their, um, down its neck towards its back. And it has little stubby flippers <laughs> on the back and long, it's a sea turtle. It Long flippers on the front. Yeah. It is a sea turtle. Apparently they can use these flippers for combat as well as swimming. What are they going to do? Slap you? Maybe. You don't know. I mean, would you want to be slapped by that? I mean, no. I have been slapped by a baby sea turtle before. They they still do kind of hurt. I'm sorry. Pause the episode. You've been slapped by a baby sea turtle before? Yes. What? (laughs) 
Um, whenever we went on a cruise, I don't remember where we were at, but we basically went to a sea turtle farm. Oh, you're probably in the Cayman Islands. Uh, if I had to guess. Probably. And we got to, like, actually hold, I say baby sea turtles. I mean, they were fairly big. So, like, but, juvenile sea turtles. Yeah, but because when my you, thought like, was, pick like, them up, they still, like, flap and, like, my their thought flippers, was, like, would hit your arm or your side. Baby. And I was like, that babies are very tiny. <laughs> that probably shouldn't, that shouldn't have hurt, probably. Yeah, no, juvenile. He was a mad baby sea turtle. <laughs> he was very angry. He's very did, strong. We did see very baby sea turtles, too. I know. They they're were so, cute as hell. They're so little. But yeah, I've I been slapped them. by a juvenile sea turtle before. Too bad these things would never be that small because they're still carp. When they're babies. Yeah. So if one of these Uh, things slapped you, you would just like die. die. You would just like skid across the ocean like a stone. (laughs) Yes. Um, So lung wings rarely remain in one place for long and they like to travel around ocean waters like sharks kind of is what the description is. Um, Mm. Like, you know how sharks will like, basically they make like um, an arc pattern when they swim. They'll... Yes. They'll go out to sea and then back in towards the coast and then back to sea and back in all the way up a shoreline. Yes. That's the that's the vibe, except they are passing between the spirit world and the material plane. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's so Whoa. That, that fucks so hard. Holy shit. They keep their treasure, which they... Uh, I mentioned earlier that, the, that dragon turtles get uh, tribute from passing s- ships. Yeah. The uh, lung wings get tribute, too, on account of being related to them. Yeah. So they keep this tribute <laughs> and cachets secreted throughout their territory. Oh, that's so, so cool. they don't keep their... They don't have a one singular big horde. They have a whole bunch of little yes. ones. Which I don't know. I like so much because imagine they're wandering. so unique. Yeah. And imagine just like, you know, you're like kind of fucking around in some tide pools and stuff and you find like a little cove or whatever. Yeah. And you find like the tide goes out. And you find just like this horde of treasure from a uh, 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 long which wing. One? Long wing. Yes. yes. Now, would you take it or would you leave it? I would be leaving it. I'm I not would... fucking with these these guys. No, uh, uh-uh. I'm no. not about to get slapped by Mama Turtle. I don't want yeah. to be slapped into the spirit world. Thanks. <laughs> and then back out of it. <laughs> Longwing speak um, common, draconic, and aquan. As again, oversight spirit tongue. Oversight. oversight, oversight. We're just gonna call it an oversight. They all speak spirit tongue. Congratulations. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. Uh, sea dragons, unlike lung dragons, are basically herbiv- uh They but. subsist primarily on algae and seaweed. Um, but the uh, lung wing supplement this diet with fish and minerals and are known to consume entire ships. Hmm. Uh, excuse um, me. Excuse that's me? more than a mineral and a fish. And also fish aren't... <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I guess it said basically herbivorous, but... Well, that was the sea dragons, the lung wings. Oh, I, okay, okay. I did I a see. bad when I was typing. Oh, okay, I understand. So sea dragons are basically herbivorous, but, but lung these wings guys supplement with uh, okay fish yeah. and minerals, and apparently whole ass fucking ships. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's probably more of your great worm variety. <laughs> I mean, and it's probably yeah. usually the ships that don't give tribute. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, well, you're not going to give it to me. I guess I'll just eat your I'll entire ship. Take it. Um, Lungwing are unable to fly and unable to attack tail slaps or wing buffets because they don't have wings and not really much of a tail. Uh, they're still pretty good opponents, especially to ships. They can capsize a ship. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I they, can... they can get pretty big. I'm not surprised by this. Like, yeah, um, that sounds about right. Real quick, the... Uh, 
the size of a uh, lung wing. I almost said great worm because I'm reading the word great worm. It can very quickly get up to huge and then gargantuan. Awesome. Yeah. Great worms are colossal. Oof. Big. Yeah, big boys. Big boys. Big scary boys. Gigantic dragon turtle. I mean, yeah. 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 They have a breath weapon of steam, which you create as fire damage. That's so cool. Water breathing, naturally. Scaly command. I didn't want to read this, but I have to. Scaly command. I'm sorry. They can command scalies. No, I'm kidding. Uh, It operates as a mass charm spell that only works works on on scaled animals. So only work. Never mind. No. They have fire immunity, fog cloud, and capsizing abilities. Capsizing abilities. That's so funny because it's like, it sounds like it's the special subset of ability, but it's really just... The ability to capsize a boat. <laughs> hit a boat really hard and it'll either tip over or you'll punch a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So next up we have the pan lung or the coiled dragon. Mm. Uh, these are usually lawful neutral. They are guardian spirits assigned by the celestial bureaucracy to protect crypts or temples. <laughs> Damn. And they're attracted to other dragons regardless of their gender. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I, I like it. They do too. At this point, by the way, they're all going to be variations on your traditional Chinese like, dragon. Yeah. Yeah. The long serpentine. The Yeah. Okay. Very, yeah. very much serpentine. Yeah. Um. So... The guardianship of specific locations is passed down from generation to generation of pan lungs, so a single family can maintain the same layer for tens of thousands of years. Oh, okay. Dude, that's, cool. that's fucking cool. Yeah. Um, pan lungs are long, thin, almost serpentine like dragons. As juveniles, so basically from transformation, its skills are gray, and then they quickly develop into this vibrant color, changing hues as the dragon matures. Various shades of red, green, and orange are the most common colors, and a natural oil, oily secretion makes the scales gleam in sunlight. They have this beautiful multicolored mane, very traditional, and it surrounds its neck with dark black whiskers growing from the snout. It's so beautiful. They're very pretty. Uh, pan lungs prefer to eat fruit and vegetables, often maintaining elaborate gardens that are cultivated. Is this by their minions? It's the lesser spirits. Right, yeah. They're yeah. by their minions. It, it's just a weird wordage. I just, I like how sometimes 3.5 is just like, yeah, this is the verbiage we're going to use. Yeah. Yeah, no, this works. So pan lungs in combat are <laughs> really funny because they, they prefer to appraise their enemies before attacking. Usually, I mean, that's to smart. Distract them or. That's. Yeah. That's smart. I mean. um, They, uh. Order their minions to attack them in combat first, usually. <laughs> That's cool. Yes, So that beautiful. they can observe and, like, get a good idea of how to defeat them. <laughs> I am going to send you guys off to die so I can watch. <laughs> and then, I mean, and then come back to fight them later, but... Yeah. Once that is evaluated, it savagely attacks and usually defends uh, the rest of the charges to the death. Oh, or, okay. Uh, well, I mean, it says charges to the death, so... I would assume some of them are dead at that point, though. <laughs> Rip. Um, even though they're wingless, uh, pan lungs can fly magically due to a magic pearl of a blood red color embedded in their brains. Oh, they, that's where that's where um, a lot of uh, lungs keep their souls. I knew that you would know for sure. Isn't yeah, a, a lot of um, 
like art of you see them carrying a pearl around. Yeah, yeah. And that's where their soul is, basically. Yeah. That's, huh. uh, just I, a, I, I knew that like the myth of the the pearl was important because a lot of dragon myths come back to pearls. Yeah, that's what that's what their soul is. Essentially, a physical representation of their soul. It's if if you remove it. And the pearl loses its magic, but it's still worth a thousand gold pieces. <laughs> See, I was going to say, I wonder if that's a um, hunted thing. Probably. I mean, I feel like maybe... L- more so by outsiders than people who... Yeah, because they're like... Yeah. I mean, I guess that some people are like edgy, but that would be like, hey, I'm going to go like kill this angel and cut off their wings, or I'm going to go pluck the thousand eyes out of a throne or something. Yeah, which I mean, some- because the pan lungs are the guardians of like crypts and temples. Yeah. It's like super sacrilegious. Yeah. But it was a thousand gold. I mean, a thousand gold is a thousand gold. Am I right? It's a lot of gold. They have water breathing and scaly command. (laughs) Uh, They have water fire, which um, they can. Fuck. That's so sick. uh, Surround itself in an aura of ghostly flickering flame when uh, touching or submerged in water. Okay. Any creature striking the dragon will um, take the <laughs> damage of the magical fire. Uh, they can also constrict, like a boa constrictor. <laughs> All right, which asphyxiates you, doesn't choke you, right? Yes. As we talked about, we talked, as about, we about, talked last, about last episode. Chokers, asphyxiation difference here, and, and pander lungs and asphyxiation. Anyways, uh. So they have minions, as I previously mentioned. Um, the greater spirits often punish the spirits of unfaithful human husbands and wives by binding them to a servitude of a pan lung for a number of years, traditionally equal to the number of tears they cause their spouse to shed. Holy shit, that's oh so fucking metal. Oh my god. This is where their minions come from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. That's like, so oddly specific. Yeah. You said minions, and I was not prepared for the. I was just to come kind of thinking, that. like the maybe this the um, spirit folk that um, like live around the crypts and stuff. Yeah, that they are. Ha- wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That holy shit. That's so. That is interesting. And uh, like, I, I consider myself a person who doesn't cry a lot, but like. Just thinking about the times that I do cry, I feel like it's for long enough that it would be like, and I guess it's specifically like the tears that I would be crying over my unfaithful wife or whatever. But like, that's a, that'd be a long time. It would. <laughs> Just In from a, like, like a single crying session, I feel like I cried a number of tears. Oh, yeah. Like that in most cases i feel like that would be at least two lifetimes for a human if not more yeah holy shit that's Um, a fucking metal um so then we have the shenlong or spirit dragon so the shenlongs or spirit dragons which is funny to me because they're all spirits but the shenlongs are courtiers of dragon kind and are assigned by the celestial bureaucracy to assist and guard noble chiang lungs the Chiang Lungs being the uh, the, the, the river rain ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They are modest, loyal, and fascinated by humans. Often, oh. Yeah. Often taking human form to mingle in human villages. It's kind of a trait that they share, like I mentioned with the Chiang Lungs, because the Chiang Lungs are the ones that are usually like, oh, I'm going to marry those humans. <laughs> Which I guess does make sense since they're like I mean, I don't guardians think, of them. I don't yeah. think Mary is the first thought in their brains. Close enough. Eh, I, I'm being PG, I guess. Why? I don't know. 
because not none of this episode other than that is going to be um humans in turn view shenlongs as messengers of the great spirits and bringers of good fortune they construct ornate shrines and stage elaborate ceremonies to to gain their favor and honor them so they're kind of like the um one one would say that maybe they're um, the face of the Changlungs. Oh, and also, like, if we're thinking, like, angels, they're kind of like the, like, I say, I don't mean this to be, like, reductive, but they're, like, the lowest tier, like, personal. Yeah, like the guardian angels. Yeah, like guardian angels. Because they, they're the ones of, that, yes. that they, like, go and they mingle and they, like, talk yeah. to people. and Yeah, they, they're definitely messengers, guardian angel type sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Shenlungs are slender. And bright-eyed with these spiky tails. Kind of reminds me of... Um, like Spinosaurus. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually exactly the word I was looking for. Um, they have ridged backs and two sharp horns from the uh, on the top of their heads that kind of just point straight back. More devil horns. Yes. They have kind golden of. whiskers. Uh, as juveniles, their scales are kind of like this dull red, blue, and green, orange, or any combination of these colors. <laughs> but they brighten into like the brilliant vividness that you see in the in the picture. And I think we're gonna put up uh, these pictures on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Um, these brilliant, vibrant hues as they age. Uh, Shen lungs are usually dwelling with the Chiang lungs and are assigned to accompany them. I mean, they're guardian spirits i guess yeah they're kind of like their um their uh i don't know handmaidens if you will (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the chang lungs are the feudal lords and they're the handmaidens they often have their own modest but well-kept stone mansions not far from the palaces of the chang lungs what is a modest mansion to a dragon (laughs) i wonder um well not the opulent beauty of that the Chiang lungs have but they're probably True. like more opulent than yeah. a lot of human palace because they are dragons I yeah mean, i mean they're real. dragons um shen lung speak common draconic and spirit tongue okay fair yeah. enough. so it actually lists spirit tongue on these ones i mean it and it, it makes sense to me for the shen lungs to maybe not speak a tertiary like aquan or terran yeah because they're, they're just kind of they're they're like the um the they're like less elementally aligned. Yeah, they're less. They're like you said. They're less elementally aligned. They're more of a like. They're definitely more like the spirits of the people. Sort of. Yeah, thing. they're just like people, dragon, dragons. People, dragon, <laughs> dragons. Hey, you know what? We're dragon, dragoning everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shen lungs uh, subsist. subsist on various precious gems, although they also enjoy fish and rodents. So it's not all fish and chips. <laughs> this is the food group for all these dragons. It's like minerals, precious minerals, fish, sheep, rodents. Yeah. <laughs> That's the five basic. The rodents groups. definitely caught me off guard there. <laughs> I'm still on about the sheep. <laughs> um, so um, so Shenlongs actually usually parlay before combat unless their opponent is <laughs> openly trying to like just immediately to jump parlay. In. Are they pirates? <laughs> they might be. <laughs> Um, no, that's the um, that's the lion turtle ones. They're just they're pirates. Yes. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> you're fine. I'm thinking about pirate dragons, and I went feral for a second. Uh, though wingless, they can fly through the same magical. Magic pearl, but theirs is yellow. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, they have a long tail that they can, long spiky tail that they can use to bap. make slap attacks. Bap. Yep. Bap attacks. Bap, bap attacks. Just bap them. They have water breathing, fire vulnerability, scaly command. <laughs> Vermin barrier. <laughs> Excuse me? 
No vermin, normal or giant, can approach a Shen Lung within a radius of 60 feet. This power is always in operation. So they must really hate vermin. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> imagine. This is why they eat them. Okay. No, no, I don't know that, but I'm making that joke. No, it, wait, how could they eat them? They physically couldn't. I okay, just, okay. They have to, like, kill them from a distance, and then they can approach them. Well, yeah, they I was gonna say, it must be, like, they, they don't can't st- be alive. Maybe. Okay, just uh, imagine, imagine, you're, um, playing fucking Rokugan or something, I don't know, and, like, one of your party members is, is a Nazumi, but they can't, that's the rat people, yeah. but they can't get, <laughs> so your party's just parlaying with the, and they're, like, stood 60 feet back, like, twiddling their thumbs, sharpening their sword or whatever, and they're like, all right, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. Just yelling in order to conversate. (laughs) I love it. Holy shit. That is pretty good. So uh, they also have the water fire um, abilities as well. I I wish that I had switched those around because the vermin barrier was a beautiful place to end that one. (laughs) So then we have the Tianlong or Celestial Dragons. Again, some of these are kind of like, aren't they all Celestial? Aren't they all spirits? But hey, I mean, that's par for the course with Dungeons and Dragons. Let's be real with ourselves. You're right. They're usually lawful neutral. Boo. Tianlongs are among the most favored officials of the Celestial Bureaucracy and the rulers of Dragonkind. Because they're lawful neutral. Yeah. That, that, that tracks. Uh, they are noble and honorable, though often rigid and unmerciful. Yeah, yeah, that sounds lawful neutral. Uh, Tian Lung's body is long and serpentine, often coiling in on itself as the dragon moves or fights. Its scales are this dull gold when they are tra- when they do their transformation in the juvenile years, but brighten into a brilliant yellow, orange, or even light green in places uh, by the time the dragon reaches adulthood. I feel like that's a common theme with a lot of these, is that their scales are like more dull. Yeah, and I then mean, they kind of either like brighten or deepen as they age. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that kind of tracks with like fish. Yeah, true. Mm, true, yeah, actually. They have a multi-hued mane, kind of like the pan lungs that just like surrounds its neck, and similarly colorful wispy whiskers from its snout. The wispy whiskers. Um, but they also like extend over the top of their head like um, antlers. Ooh, that's so cool. Damn. Yeah. They have a golden beard that is also wispy that dangles yes. below its chin. Uh, the dragon exudes an aroma uh, reminiscent of cherry blossoms. <laughs> Dude, that's, that, nice. that's amazing. The Tianlongs live in resplendent castles in oh. cloud banks and on high mountain peaks. We have we have graduated from opulent to resplendent. <laughs> and they live in clouds. They speak common draconic Aran, because air people, yeah. and spirit tongue. Tianlong Lungs enjoy eating opals and pearls and look kindly upon any mortal who gives them such delicacies. Hmm. Okay, I so wonder- we went from just precious gems or metals to very specific opals and pearls. As they get more important, more self-important, they are more <laughs> picky. They're more picky. Hey, I mean, I feel like that applies to humans, too. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty picky yeah. eater, so... I mean, yeah, you're... you're also, wrong. I wonder if they regard, um, like... I'm sure they do because it's it's just funny to go from like the whole like the ones that have them like set to their foreheads where it's like the this pearl is like their soul to like okay yeah and this other kind of them eats pearls. <laughs> like I'm sure they consider earth pearls that come from 
um, like oysters and what have you. Different. Different than like, you know, another lungs like fucking soul pearl. But it, it's still funny. To and me. it shouldn't be mentioned. They have a soul pearl as well. Um, they have a yellow one that's embedded in their brains. Um, yes. Which cause, gives them the ability to fly. Um, they also have a breath weapon, which is fire. Uh, whenever possible, Tian lungs try to warn away enemies with a fire blast. Um, and if their warnings go unheeded, they fight. Um, they prefer to fight from the air, circling their opponents. Uh, they can also breathe underwater. They have control weather abilities, and that's actually about it for the Tian lung. Because the the Tian lungs were the weather that's not rain. Yes, correct. Yes, the weather that's not rain. The weather that's not rain. What kind of weather are we having today? Well, we have a 60% chance of rain and a 40% chance of not rain. <laughs> Finally, we have the Tunmi Lung, or the Typhoon Dragons. Sick. Uh, they're malicious and wild, usually neutral Same. evil. Ooh, a mostly evil one. Okay, interesting. And they have been charged with the task of dispensing destructive hurricanes and typhoons. They throw themselves into that duty with glee. Dang. Mm. Wow. Then they okay. are often supposed to cause, only supposed to cause storms when the celestial bureaucracy orders them to do so. They often ignore their orders and launch into rampages of destruction out of sheer hostility. Dang, these guys are mean. They are. Fucking dicks. Yeah, that's not very nice. <laughs> On such occasions, only the Tian lungs can rein them in. The Tunmi lungs have long, sinuous bodies covered with thick scales in a variety of colors. And I should know, it says long, sinuous bodies, but the picture definitely just looks like a chubby cat dragon. It does look like a chubby cat dragon. It's just a chonky dragon. It, it does is a not, chonky dragon. It does not look long or slender. Yeah. Um, but they're covered in thick scales and a variety of colors with blue, green, dark red, and violet among the most common. Uh, they have these dark, beady eyes stringy beards dangling from their chins and enormous jaws that are lined with hooked teeth. Yeah, that's a... It, it, I feel like it looks... It reminds me of a particular... Um, I know I made this joke earlier. It reminds me of a particular type of dragon from How to Train Your Dragon, but I can't remember which one. The Chonky Dragon. It reminds me of like a... Yeah, it reminds me of a mix of the Chonky Dragon and like another one from that. <laughs> from like the, the animated series. The teeth... I'm, I'm trying to remember what type of fish the teeth actually kind of remind me of like it literally it looks like um, a oh, what are they called uh the anglerfish yeah yeah it does look like anglerfish yeah the teeth kind of remind me of anglerfish teeth um tune me lungs live in lavish palaces on the ocean floor far from the territories of more peaceful and cultured sea creatures um they spend little time in these layers however preferring to roam the seacoast and circle in the skies of the open ocean, looking for ways to unleash their destructive impulses. <laughs> Dang. Tunmi lungs speak dr common draconic and aquan. Again, I think spirit tongue is an oversight. When it comes to food, Tunmi lungs are the least choosy of all lung dragons. Equally fond of fish, precious, precious gems, capsized ships, you name it. Yeah. Just anything that they can get their hands on. Yeah, I was like, just anything they can really eat. They're not terribly picky. They just, they will eat it. They're not the least bit reluctant to plunging into combat, if you couldn't tell. No. Yeah, not... That doesn't surprise me at all. Not even a little bit, am I surprised? <laughs> uh, they have that um, black pearl... Or, sorry, they have that magic pearl, but theirs is black. Oh, um, wait. Are those the colors of the the names of the, the, names of the rivers from that one legend? 
I where, don't know. Where the, the dragons became the four biggest rivers in China? I don't know. Because I know one be. of them is one of them is yellow, black. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that this entire time too, that legend as well. <laughs> Um, and it's possible they did take a lot of inspiration from real world mythos for a lot of this. I knew yeah. that the pearl was important, but I couldn't remember the actual myth. Mm-hmm. Um, so they also have water breathing, air and water immunity. And this one's interesting. They have divine wind. Once per week, a Tunmi lung can summon a divine wind equivalent of a hurricane force wind. Holy shit. The wind blows in an area within... With a radius of five miles per age category of the dragon. Um. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. So massive. Got it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's go from juvenile. Um. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five miles. <laughs> Holy shit! For a great worm. Jesus. You do not want to deal with a great worm. Yeah, no, these guys sound no. like fucking assholes. Also, I looked it up. I was off base with that. The rivers uh, in English are the um, Black, Yellow, Long, and Pearl Rivers. So, uh, okay. Not quite. I mean, Black and Yellow and then Pearls, but, you know. Could have some inspiration, but not. It's probably just I like feel like it, colors. And also the, the emphasis, I think, on rivers is, a you know, obviously yeah. part of this. That maybe came from this, but not quite. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, it lasts for 6D4 hours. Um, Not 64, 6D4. D4. 6 Delta 4. Excuse me? 6D4 hours. Hi, I just, like, you just leveled an entire, like, 45 mile, like, (laughs) yes. One can assume that these are the least common of all the dragons. One can assume? Okay, are they or are they not? (laughs) It doesn't specifically state it, but one can assume. I don't like that that thing that we mentioned about how sometimes third edition just does that, where it's like this is the verbiage we're going to go with. Oh, I that was like my it. verbiage. Oh, that was my hope and my prayers. Oh, okay. So I just rolled six d four, and it would be fourteen hours. I don't like that. Hi, I you just leveled an entire like forty five mile radius. Pretty much, yeah. Um, all uh. Adult dragons um, have a frightful presence, also have invisibility in the alternate forms, which is a humanoid form of small to large, kind of functioning like a polymorph spell. Right. Um, but that's all I have for the long dragons. Um, I've already gone a little bit over on our time anyways. It is fine. But that's all I got. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, that is... A lot of information, but also we're just finding more and more out about the Oriental Adventures. And it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wish they would, like... Bring it back. Yeah, bring it back and, like, just... I mean, and they're bringing... Get some, act- like, Asian creators to... Yeah! Like, this would be an amazing opportunity for... And they're bringing back, like, Ravenloft and everything. Like, bring back OA. Bring back OA, get some... Get some more... Get some fresh, uh, fresh... Get some fresh takes in there. Yeah, some people who... Get some fresh dragons. Who have, like, more in-depth knowledge of the culture. Yeah. Because then they can make it even, like, better and bring in more mythos. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure if they decide to bring it back, Wizards of the Coast will end up getting... Like, people who actually have, like, like real the, applicable knowledge yeah, in this area. Yeah, know the culture more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, if anything, to help. Yeah, like, yeah. Figure it all out. But, Wizards of the Coast, you need to do this. I know. It's just like a... I would love Long Dragons for 5th edition. Yeah. 
And let's go, guys. Do it. Do it. You know, I will say, it, as much of it is a shame that we've not had much of it since um, 3.5, at least, like, <laughs> at least 4th edition didn't fuck it up. 4th edition did not have a chance to run Long Dragons. Thank God for that. And they won't ever. That's true. Yeah. Because just, no. <laughs> no. No. I don't even want to know. No. Well, uh, thank you everyone so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all of our various social media platforms, as stated in the break. Uh, spread the word to your friends. That's always helpful, and we appreciate that so, so much. If you have anything to suggest, uh, you can feel free to email us at dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com. I'm talking topics. I'm talking... Bully. You don't like the sound of my voice. <laughs> you don't like the sound of my voice. You just want to talk about... Dragons. Your, <laughs> dragons, your favorite supplement that you would like to come back. If you have a conversion for the supplement. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that they I'm sure people, there. I'm, yeah, I'm sure people have for, like, lung dragons. Yeah, then send it to us. We'd like to see it. But thank you guys once again for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Dungeonpedia. All right, back to the swimming pool. I'm going to be a dragon. Good luck. And then I'm going to unleash a typhoon on you, Taylor, oh. for making me wait. Oh, oh no. Rude.